You're listening to the Luke Page Podcast, episode number 23. Make sure you click subscribe so you can stay up to date. I release a new episode every couple of weeks. You can also find me on Instagram, which is at Luke underscore page. And coaches, if you're a coach that's making currently making under 100K in your business per year, then I've created a community especially for you. It's a, um, it's a group over on Facebook and we basically do, um, I do free live trainings every single week with the members. I give them the support um, and all the strategy around how to build uh, their coaching business, get more clients and yeah, ultimately build it to six figures. So all you got to do is head across to Facebook and search six figure coaching business secrets. But also I'll put the link to that in the show notes for this. But with today's episode, I catch up with Kristen, Kristen Jung, and this is all about chasing your dreams and celebrating life. Welcome to the Luke Page Podcast. I am here to inspire people to live a life that they love. It's why I do what I do. Join me on the pursuit of my life's vision and my own business success through meeting amazing business owners, entrepreneurs, and forward-thinking people that are here to make impact and change the world. Why don't we just start with like a little bit of introduction about yourself, like kind of what are you doing with yourself and um, yeah, a little bit behind the scenes of everything. Yes. So I have a very exciting, crazy new life change that's happening. Um, but before I disclose what that might be, uh, I do oh, want wow. to start with where I have been in the past. <laughs> um, so I've always been somebody who is very much purpose driven. And I've always been seeking, you know, what's next for me and um, what's the big thing. You know, it started with, you know, high school and um, we, we get to that stage in Utah where it's like, what do you want to do with yourself? And uh, people say to me, like, sounds like you'd be a really good teacher. And um, so I just sort of went with that and decided, yeah, maybe teaching is my thing because, you know, I've got the personality and um, all those sort of things. And so I started on that path. Um, Then uh, when I was second year uni, I got a job at Commonwealth Bank. Um, And um, from there, uh, I I would guess I would say my life began (laughs) since then because I was then juggling corporate life and study as well. And um, so I was full-time study, but, but I crammed it all into two days and then I did um, part-time work. And at that time, I was at um, the Martin Place branch, um, which if you know, it's the flagship branch. And so that means you have the biggest targets in like the whole of Sydney. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was really interesting to deal with that. And um, who I grew as a person as well within like the corporate space. And I remember our targets are ridiculous. Um in that branch um and i remember feeling completely overwhelmed by you know uh everything that i had to achieve and all the expectations and i remember um the boss lady that i had was pretty intense and she's like you know i don't (laughs) care what you say that you do the um the result is the black and white you know that's the only thing that matters Uh, how many customers you talk to yeah um so that was um fun to do with that. Nothing like, else matters. Nothing else matters. Yep, it's all that matters. Even, matters. even if you're going to die along the way. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you get the numbers, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And so um, I was very overwhelmed. 
And I thought to myself, well, uh, this, uh, you know, I wasn't really enjoying my role there, but, um, you know, there was um, a shift in my mindset where I thought to myself, hey, um, you know, if I actually could reach this target, that would only make me look better and it would only grow me in my skill sets and it will only, you know, grow me as a person. So um, I went from this is completely unrealistic and um, I can't achieve it to why don't I actually give it a goal because it's going to help me to grow. And mm. so when I changed that um, thought from, you know, external factors of you know, external motivations of, you know, doing well for my job into like, how can I grow as a person if I actually achieve this goal? Um, that's when things started to change. And like, I started to love it more and I started to um, build more drive in myself to want to achieve and want to get better. And um, I reached out to other teams and like, what can I learn from you guys? You know, how can I say this better? And, and um, yeah, so that's how I kind of grew exponentially in that role. And then, um, you know, I was doing it alongside uni and then, um, you know, into leadership positions where I ended up, you know, running my own team as well. Um, and I was looking after tellers in one of the biggest and most busiest branches in um, Australia. So um, and that was by 22. So I was really grateful. And everybody in there was, you know, double my senior or something. And, you know, it is like a formal corporate setting as well. But um, it was amazing um, to, you know, grow myself as a leader. And yeah, um, yeah and during that time, I, I remember going to, yeah. Can I ask us a quick question before we move on from that topic? Yeah. How did you go like, how did you go? Because you were, like working with and teaching and leading people mm -hmm. that are twice your age, yeah? Yes. <laughs> and more. Mm -hmm. How did you go getting past that? Because it's a bit of a, um, I've been through it heaps of times and there's a lot of people that also like maybe they're younger and they're like, oh, I'm too young, too young, too young. So how did you get through that? What Did you have insecurities around it? What was your... Absolutely, I did. Yeah. Um, it was one of the biggest limiting beliefs that I had. And I, you know, that I am too young and that no one's going to listen to me. And so that's something that I had to work through myself of um, like questioning, is this really the truth? And realizing that, you know, some of these people that are older than me, I, I have been in the space um, for longer and I have been working at the bank for like three or four years at that time. And there are things that I do know that they might not know yet. And so um, I shifted it from, yes, I might be young, um, but yes, I also know things that I can absolutely share. And so when I eliminate that limiting belief um, and realize that I do have a voice and I do have knowledge and skills that they might not know, um, then that's how it changed. And um, also as well, like I'm not saying that I'm like all it, you know, or anything like that. And there's definitely things that, you know, those, you know, people with more experience in age and some, some other um, space that yeah. I can definitely learn from. But, you know, in this context and setting, um, you know, within the work environment, um, I've invested so much um, into myself in particular areas of my life. And I know that might be brand new for someone. And so mm. generally when you are leading, you only ever have to be one step ahead of the next person. That's it. I've got this. Um, I actually wrote this down from this book. Mm -hmm. 
the book is called, what's it called? The Magic of Thinking Big. I've just finished reading it. And one of the things yeah. I highlighted in there, because what I do is I highlight the parts I like and then I go back once I've read the book and I write down the highlighted parts in a journal. Um, mm-hmm. And this is one of the lines that I highlighted. Okay. A girl becomes a woman when she has proved she can do the work of a woman. So a girl becomes a woman when she's proved that she can do a work, the work of a woman. Yeah. So mm. what's cool about it is that we always have these things like, Oh, my age, my age, my age. It's not the age. It's ultimately like if you, are, you know, if you're, if, if the work that you're doing is the equivalent of the average person at your age, but it's mm-hmm. not up to the standard of the people that are twice your age, then fair enough. Yeah? yeah. It's the work that you do. It's not the age because people will look past that. And it, it sounds like that's what you've gone through. And then you've, you've gone, well, I have to show up and do the work of this person that's twice my age. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like so many times, like even at our age now, we're looking at younger children because, um, you know, I work for a company where I, um, you know, teach online classes to kids as well. And it's really, it was really beautiful when I first started to see like my personality flourish and, you know, that part <laughs> of me that wanted to be a teacher as well. Um, yeah. And you know, so many times we really underestimate even like kids and, and what they can create at their age because they just, we just assume that they're children. And um, so, you know, we know more, but the type of things that they come up with uh, is, incredible like um you know what what if we did find aliens in space and they're actually really nice like how cool would it be to <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah. connect with them and learn about it and it's like really cute yeah mm. no it's just like it's like you know we it's it is like it's our limited thinking yeah so for some people it's like oh aliens aren't real but for kids it's like well why not why isn't it mm. real? And it's like they keep mm. on continually questioning. It's the why thing, yeah? It's the why, 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 yeah. why, why. As yeah, we get older, exactly. we stop asking why. We're just like, oh, yeah, well, uh, the government said this. So, yeah, cool. That's it. It's fact. Yeah. Or it's on the internet. It's on Facebook. It's on Google. Cool. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I remember, um, you know, uh, attending a protest in the past, um, you know, with the Australian, uh, well, based on like Australian government or something. And so I was looking for external reasons um, to be able to blame people and it's blaming the system and blaming the government. And I realized that um, I have no control over that. Like me on a personal level, yes, I can, you know, participate and there's more numbers, but uh, what really matters is how um, I learn to deal with it um, internally as well. And, you know, what is in my hands right now mm. that I can do and I have control over. And that's something that I like to say about worrying as well. Uh, it's yeah. definitely something that we all do. Um, mm. But, you know, why? And I learned it from Wayne Dye, I remember hearing, and he said, um, you know, some, why worry over something that you can't control? Because we physically can't control anything about it. So there's no point in worrying about it because any energy that you exert worrying isn't going to change the situation. And then on the okay. other hand, um, you know, things that are within your control, then you don't need to worry about it because you have yeah. control over it. So we actually right. never need to worry. So that's why 100%. I choose joy instead. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And it's a choice, isn't it? It's, it's as easy yeah, as that. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Nice. What were you, um, I don't know if you remember because we've kind of gone, it, I remember you were going to say something when I jumped in about talking about the age difference. You were leading off to somewhere. Uh, I don't know. I think, um, yeah, oh, there was, there's always something that we can learn from someone else. So I'm never in a place where I, I know everything, but, you know, I humble myself in front of that person and recognize yeah. the skill set that I have to teach them at whatever age it is. And then also uh, recognizing that there's always something that I can learn from them as well. So mm. um, I feel like leadership is not about like top down and, you know, tell people what to do, but um, you know, we come together and, and create synergy or you lead from behind where you, you see the beauty in the person and help them to realize it as well. Because yeah. so many times, um, you know, we, doubt ourselves and we put so much harshness on ourselves um that we don't see the glory in ourselves so um, mm. i like to be able to do that for people and help them to see just how beautiful they are and all of the skill sets that they didn't realize they have that that i was able to see awesome and then like what are you kind of like after working at um cba and doing all that yes. where did you go from there um so from there um, you know, I went to a lot of personal development events and accrued a lot of the events as well. So I'm very heavily in that environment yeah. and absolutely yeah. changed my life. That's why I met you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's where um, we actually, uh, Chris and I actually met at a Tony Robbins seminar. Do we, do we only go to one together or was it like multiple? This one wasn't. Was one, just... but it, man, the next one we go to will be pretty epic, won't it? Yeah, it will be. Are you still going, Tom? Yeah. Still doing? Uh, yes. Uh, I feel like I've pretty much done all you of the them. events now. You have clocked them. Uh, <laughs> I have last year. I pretty much traveled <laughs> and just redeemed all the events that I haven't attended yet. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. It, was, it was really incredible. Um, but yeah. that's because I... Um, you know, I was listening to Scott Harris, who was on stage at Tony as well. And he was like, yeah. um, you know, would you like to be a speaker or a coach or something? And I remember him saying that. And there was just something inside of me that was stirring, saying, this is you, man. This is you. <laughs> I'm on my heart. Yeah. And then I was very nervous. I wasn't much of a yes person at all. But I did have my brother next to me. And he's like, is this something you'd want to do? And I was like, I think so. And he's like, go do it. And then, and then finally I gave myself permission and so, and then I, I went and did it and it was, it's incredible life changing. And then I wanted to keep progressing. Um, I was studying my master's at school, but then I realized that this field of, you know, personal development, speaking, coaching, um, that I wanted to get into, I might as well invest that money into like what I'm passionate about at, at yeah. the current time. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, and then so I started yeah, my own coaching business based on everything that I've learned in NLP Beautiful. and being able to take somebody from um, like she like take her to the end of her life like where she is now. And she's like, oh, my gosh, I really don't want to die like that. Krista, can you please help me? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah, well, that's really, really beautiful. Um, and yeah, absolutely helping unlock people's like potential and help them to see what is the next step for them is it's just extremely rewarding awesome awesome so um is there anything that you kind of around your story or your journey that you kind of wanted to add before you start getting into the how we approach life what i mean what are we calling this what are we calling this episode again 
I I don't know, but maybe um, I have gone a bit here and there and everywhere. But um, I love your notes. Uh, anyone that's like everyone's listening to this, like, what are they talking about? I actually um, we've got like a I get every guest to fill out a podcast form, and then they they write down their ideas, what they want to chat about, and everything like that. So we're just kind of looking at it. So yeah, you. I mean, I your the amount of notes that you put on here is amazing i'm like i know exactly i just what didn't doing. know what to talk about there's just nice. so many things um well, all right well what yeah, do you from, where do you want to start with it yeah because it's like you were talking about that you see life as a celebration yeah absolutely um well so for me there's something that i heard once upon a time and it was that I'm always in pursuit of like, what is my purpose? And I remember walking yeah. into Date with Destiny going, I want to know what my purpose is. Um, and walking out of it, I realized, and I always thought that it was in career paths, but I realized that um, purpose is almost a state of being. Mm. And, um, and so it's like who you show up to be every day as well. And, um, and because you know, when, when you come to the end of your life, that's it. Like every, all the, everything that we've achieved and everything that, um, you know, we've accumulated and created, we can't take that with us. So, you know, mm -hmm. what is this journey all for like this hundred years that we get to live on earth and then we become, you know, whatever you believe to be at the end. Um, and so I, you know, I realized that it's like the journey and who we become as a person and who we grow to become. And, um, I was, um, listening to, um, okay. So we're getting a bit like, uh, technical biology, but, um, yeah. you know, we living here right now is actually one in 32 million chance. So, you know, uh, you know, when we get born, yeah. um, there is 32 million chances of sperm <laughs> that reaches the egg and, um, and it's a race to whoever gets in there and the fact that we are one in 32 million chance mm. and that we get to experience this human um, life now means that we won the race we won the most important race of our life and now we get to enjoy this life so that's why i feel like <laughs> yeah. life is absolutely a celebration because we have won the race we have won the, the race from the get-go from the start, yeah, already won. Exactly. So the moment that you have breath in your life, you yeah. get to like if you step out of your body for a second, and maybe you know you're in heaven, or maybe you're reincarnated, or whatever you believe in, um, and you look down on you know this being that we are, like this physical form, um, we we got to experience it for a hundred years. We get to fall in love. We get to you know um, experience uh, pain and heartbreak and um, challenges. And it's just so exciting, all of it. And even when you're in your lowest point, if you think about the yin and the yang, yeah, right. Um, there's in your lowest point, and, and on the black side, there's this little tiny white part as well. And um, it's so beautiful to have hope that you know the next day or the, you know whatever the season is that there's you know you can continue to grow and you can always like evolve and move to the other side. And then at the same time, when there's an upside, um, don't be too stupid because, you know, there's a little bit of darkness too. So you got to, um, you know, think smart. And mm. um, so that's why I feel like it's, this life is absolutely a celebration. And, you know, this is heaven 
on earth like look outside at the beautiful blue sky and the green trees like it's gorgeous and mm. that's why you can feel so connected in nature because it's just who we are so that's why i like to see every day as an absolute and total celebration because i get to wake up and i get to have air in my lungs and i get to create this other day into whatever i want it to be it's so cool it's like the um you're probably the first person that I've heard say, you know, heartbreak and pain is so exciting. <laughs> but like, it, I yes. mean, it's, it's, it's just the, it's the way we look at it. Yeah. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. it's say like Melbourne, the weather in Melbourne, like it, it, it can suck. Yeah. It can suck. It yeah. can be awesome and amazing as well. Um, a lot of people that come to Melbourne, it's, you know, the old typical four seasons in one day. If you, you know, you're over seas listening to this, it's similar to San Francisco's similar to Melbourne weather four mm-hmm. seasons in one day. I actually, I don't exactly love the cold, but I actually love the volatility of it because it keeps it exciting. I think that as much as I love the tropical feel and like Courtney and I, we got married in Byron Bay. We love the place. We've just been, we've just been there and, um, you know, we're going back there in a couple more months. Mm-hmm. But I said to her, like, I asked her, I go, could you live here? And we didn't really answer. We're like, I don't know. As much as we love it, like, could you live here with the perfection of the beaches? With does it rain up there? Yeah, but as in the 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 the, the tropical feel, the warmth compared to Melbourne. Could you live here? And we couldn't answer it. We don't know yet because it's like, yeah. Sometimes the darkness and the darkness in this metaphor is, I guess, the rain and the cold weather Mm. just makes the sun and the light so much better. And I think that's what life's about, isn't it? It's that, well, yeah, we're falling in love. And then there's the opposite of that is the heartbreak and there's the pleasure and there's the pain and everything like that. So, yeah, the yin and the yang, hey? Yeah, there's, there's a, a question that I've been in quite a long pursuit trying to answer in my life. And, mm. um, and it is, why is there suffering in the world? Like if, if God is so good or if, um, universe is um, like looking after so much, us so much, why is there suffering? And on my years of pursuit in my everyday adventures, trying to find the answer, exactly what you said with the light and dark and the weather. Um, If it wasn't for the contrast in this world, uh, like contrast is, is everything. If we didn't experience the rain, we couldn't appreciate the sunlight. Mm. And if we didn't experience heartbreak, then how can we understand or appreciate the joyful times? Yeah. And if, yeah, if we don't go, through suffering, you know, the reaching the joyous destination of you overcoming won't feel as brilliant because we didn't know about it. So, so I realized just how important it is like to experience that. And I often like to say rejoice in the suffering because um, on the other side, it's going to be really beautiful. Love it. Love yeah. it. I'm just seeing the sun peering behind the clouds here. Yeah, there's the clouds, there's the sun just hinting. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Exactly. What's next? What's next? Well, um, the exciting news I was talking about. Oh, the reveal. um, 
The reveal. Are you sure um, you're going to reveal it? This is like, you know, there's millions of people listening to this right now all across the world. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, maybe by the time they hear it, they'll already know. Mm, um, hopefully. <laughs> um, well, what's next in my life is that um, I have decided to go back to school and study medicine. Nice. Congratulations. Yeah. Complete Beautiful. 180, right? Yeah. What made you go down that path? Um, so as I have already mentioned many times, um, I have always been in constant pursuit of, you know, what I want to do next in life and what's going to continue to fulfill me and keep growing me. And, um, and also, uh, so, um, my, my partner, um, um, Alex, he lives in Hawaii. I met him a day with destiny as well, which is really beautiful. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, you know, proximity is power. That is very important. <laughs> um, and uh, his dad is a cardiologist on Maui. And so I was thinking about, you know, oh, what, what is it like? You know, what would be the next step? And I was at that time, you know, very excited about you know, um, my coaching and everything as well. Um, but then I did an internship there and I um, experienced what it was like to, um, you know, learn how to do a uh, ultrasound echo tech on the heart. And yep. so we're thinking about like different uh, positions um, within the medical field. And um, I didn't realize this before, but um, just trying to, you know, give self-worth to myself. I realized mm. that, hey, I actually am sort of smart and hey yeah um i absolutely completely love helping people like to the core of myself and this might be something that i'd really like enjoy doing it would absolutely like grow me as a person and i and i just want to you know set a higher standard for myself and take what i'm already doing coaching to a whole new level just because i can Um, so, uh, it's very scary and I am going to be doing it. Um, you know, I'm studying in Hawaii, so it's a big move from Sydney to, um, the other side of the biggest ocean, um, (laughs) that it's really exciting as well. And, you know, I'm somebody who, thank you. And I, I love to, um, apply everything that I've learned and I can't wait to just confirm to myself that I absolutely have it within me. Yeah. And a hundred percent you do. It's like, Thank you. Um, I mean, for a lot of us, it's like, it's not where we always think where oh, we need more skills or experience or not mm-hmm. talented enough. It's, it's just our belief that we can actually do it. It's, it's never the skills and the experience and all that type of thing. Like, the truth is right now that all of us, anyone listening to this, you and I, based off the exact same skills, experience and talents we have right now, so much more capable than how we're living. So much more. Absolutely. Uh, how long, so you and Alex have been doing long distance for how long now? Uh, well, we've been pretty good. Um, so we've been together one and a half years. Um, and the longest that we've been away is like one and a half months or to two months. Um, so uh, yeah, yeah, we've, we, we traveled together, um, to Europe and we did do the other, um, Tony Robbins events together, um, yeah. because he hadn't completed them either. And yeah, so he's back over there now. So my biggest challenge is how, uh, if I'll manage to get across during COVID time. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, stuff there. So it's going to be an exciting video in itself, yeah. And during this whole journey, because I'm going to be so far away from my family as well, and I'm somebody who loves uh, vlogging. Um, I'm not sure if you'll... Um, I vlogged my um, UPW journey, my Tony Brothers journey, my crew journey. And um, uh, so I'm actually starting a new YouTube channel called Diary of a Future Doctor. Diary of a Future uh, Doctor. Yes. So um, it's going to be all about, um, you know, study skills and the mindset that you take in those days where you're completely doubting yourself and what I do to overcome it. And uh, yeah, I really want to share this journey and help anybody who else who, who is going through it as well. There's so many questions that I want to ask people that have been on the same journey, like some friends that I have that are doctors and I want to interview them and see. Yeah. So it's going to be really exciting and I'm, I'm excited to be able to um, share the journey as well. Where do you think all this? Cause like you, I mean, you, you, you and I both know that you, you don't live life like the old, the, the everyday person, right? Where do you <laughs> think, where does this come from? Where does all this come from? For you, it's almost like it's like you just, you just, to me, to me, you have the courage to not only follow your heart, but also like listen to it as well. Mm. Like you listen to it and then you just like, you, you go for it. And the thing with a lot of the time we have, we, 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 we know that we should be doing something, we want to do something. But then there's almost like life gets in the way or it's too hard. So, for example, yeah. you're going all the way over to Hawaii. Oh, I know Alex is there, but, you know, you're almost mm-hmm. like you're packing up life and you're just going, boom, I want to study medicine. Yeah. And, like, it's like it's it's drastic differences and changes and you've done that a number of times in your life. So what do you, where do you reckon this all comes from and why is it that why is it that you have this courage to do it when so many, so many of us don't? Um, so... For me, I really owe it all to my um, my relationship with God. <laughs> um, yep. That's really important to me. And um, just like, you know, sitting and, and meditating and asking and listening. And I often believe that God, like when, when you throw out a question out there into um, oblivion and you come back with, an answer which is your own thought um i feel like um that is like the voice of god or universe um speaking to your mother earth um yeah and and so it's that full level of trust that this world it's not governed by me i'm it's not like i'm in the center and then the world revolves around me it's like i'm just a tiny speck in this giant um cosmos and uh, universe and so like and I have only one life to live. And, you know, I turned 25 and then I drew this thing in my journal where I broke down my life into four sections because, you know, quarter life, right? And, mm. and, yeah. and so I've kind of finished one quarter now. And then when you do that and you section your life into four sections, suddenly you're like, oh, my goodness, like it's there's not much to go, you know, and that's the <laughs> assumption that, you know, I will live to 100. Um, and yeah. but you think like zero to 25 is like finding who you are and experimenting and exploring. And then the next part is probably settling. And the next part is like enjoying 
you know, like a bit more like experience and still in the grind, but sort of settling and then the last half is enjoying, right? Mm. And it's so short. So, um, and I really, so really, really cannot guarantee a tomorrow because I like touch wood that I exit the house and just get hit by a bus accidentally. So why would I wait till tomorrow to pursue something that feels so right in my heart right now, the excitement, right? Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not like one right answer ever is your purpose. It's whatever season you're in, whatever um, timing that like you sit down and you really listen and it just feels really calming and exciting and right. And that's when I know that it's the right direction. And so um, I want to be able to grow me as a person and um, just enjoy this life because it's a celebration. So cool. That is cool. <laughs> I'm going like, I've been, um, I've been wanting to, I've been wanting to write a book actually. I've been, um, I've been saying that I always want to write a book. I always want to write mm -hmm. a book and like, I'll write a book one day. And then, um, yeah, it was a couple of weeks ago. I, I was, um, setting my goals for the next 12 months and then I'm like, what, you know, if I could have anything or get anywhere, what would it mm -hmm. be? I wrote down all this stuff and one of the things was write a book. And then I'm like, well, why can't I actually just write a fucking book now? Why yeah. can't I? It's, and it's, there's no reason why I can't. It's just whether I believe I can do it or not. We make up all these stories. Like, you know, this is the stories going through my mind. It's like, well, are you really in a position to write a book? Like, don't you have to, you know, be like, have like a hundred million dollars and, you know, have thousands of people mm -hmm. working for you. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm like, well, maybe if you're writing a book about running a hundred million dollar company and how to manage thousands of people, but the whole topic I want to talk about is this exact topic. Cause what I see a lot of, and I'm, I'm, I'm guilty of this. Mm -hmm is that um, this I'm not ready bullshit. Mm. I'm not good enough to do that. It's almost like we want this. We want to be this way. We want to be this person. We want to live this life. We want to have this, but it's this I'm not good enough, I'm not ready thing. Yeah. And it's this, it's this bullshit that stops us from doing what we want to do. And again, exactly. coming back to that skills, experience, and knowledge thing it's not the skills and experience knowledge i can write a book right now 100 percent. i've done that much content over the last year i'm probably a professional novelist written that much yeah, shit yeah exactly it's not that at all it's just doing taking taking leaps so when you're kind of saying that because i've 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 written like um i've committed to doing it i've put it out in public mm -hmm. i've told courtney i've been mm -hmm. telling people that was mm -hmm. the first step um the next thing was i've been writing down like when i get ideas like oh, i'll put a chapter on that but what i haven't done is actually sat down and started because i've been saying things like well shouldn't you really research like shouldn't you work out the target market who you're writing the book to and everything like that but all i'm doing is that uh, i'm self-sabotaging i know what i'm doing i'm yeah. delaying actually starting it because i'm like once i start it i'm like i gotta finish it and that's for me, writing that first chapter or any chapter, the first chapter I write might end up being chapter 27. Mm. But it's the official start because I'm like, man, once I start this, I've got to commit to this thing. So when you just said that, yeah. I'm just like, you know what, Luke, just do it. Just start. 
make it happen. Make it happen. Mm. Yep. Um, and also, we'll never be ready. That's the reality. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just like thinking about when I'm going to be on that surgery table. I'm doubt I'm going to feel like I'm that ready ever, right? Um, yeah. But you, you know, you like trusting that we have the knowledge and the skill, and we've given ourselves, you know, we've invested time into it. And you know, I was kind of in the same place, and so I created a book. And I think my problem is I'm a high activator. If you've done like the Clifton Strengths test. And mm. so when I come up with an idea, I implement like ASAPeroni. And um, <laughs> so I did. And um, so I think I really want to show you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is my book and it's called Brain Dump. Um, I think you tell me about this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You tell me about this ages it's ago. Really, this is it. Made. The brain dump. So I think my issue now is like, like uh, putting in the time to scale it and like and Mm. and do so much more with it and create a marketing for it and um, yeah, because like it's there. I don't know what. Explain to everyone what brain dump is. Okay, so um, you know I went to a lot of personal development conferences and things and um i realized that a lot of people are holding uh, you know journals and writing things down um and a lot of the people in that space are very highly entrepreneur so um it's like founded on the idea of creativity and it's designed to be a really sexy place for you to put in any ideas that you have it's supposed to be your go-to pal that you're holding everywhere because an idea um have you ever you know just walked across the street and had an idea just like you with your book right um yeah. and, um you know you don't end up doing anything with that idea and then six months later you see it on the shelf and you're like that could have been me yeah yeah um, so there's something really powerful when you write things down physically. So, mm-hmm. um, and I also found myself, um, you know, carrying a journal or a book with me anywhere. And so I wanted a place where it, we um, did a lot of research. I did it with my brother, a lot of research on like uh, creativity and things that spark creative thoughts. So we actually created some like pictures in there that are a bit obscene and weird, but um, supposed to like help support that um, from, yep. you know, think it's the creativity book and then also um guiding questions is so important with like any idea as well so some uh, questions for you to think about with your idea um and you know it could just be a place for you to take notes but like i love the size of it because people don't use this size everyone has a4 or a5 but not like a b5 which is like half the size and then um there's a like a really cool pen slot on the side as well Um, pen slot Wow. Yes. You don't have to carry a separate one. How many, um, how many of those did you get made and printed up? So I, I only have samples. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I mean. And I think it's like um, putting in the, the time and also um, choosing to in, invest more into it. So I have about like seven. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and so cool. that's. So it's like a um, so it's like a it's a it's a journal, but in inside that it's not just a blank journal. It's got questions to 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 spark creativeness, creative create yes. creativity, and exactly. get 
more out of you and I guess inspire you to um, pursue your ideas type thing. Yes. And there's a lot of journals out there where they either have like a repeat of the same quote at the top, but I really did a lot of research into like quotes that like spark like action in you as well, not just something that feels good. Yeah. Um, uh, and then on the other side, because everything in life is there's the science of achievement, but then there's also the art of fulfillment. And so every second page is almost like a mindfulness kind of question, bringing you back to, you know, the joy of the days because it's not mm. all just about gr- the grind. So, um, you know, when, when I um, decide to put more energy into that project, uh, it, it can um, hopefully it'll, it'll blow up. <laughs> um, so that's really interesting for me as well. Um, you know, the kind of person I am always like new idea and I'm not sure if anyone else feels the same, um, but really, yeah, I'm like somebody who kind of became a jack of all trades um, and, you know, I uh, create videos and, uh, you know, helping people with social media right now and um, coaching, business consulting, um, sales, like all these things. And, you mm. know, in, in hobby life as well, um, a lot of things because I'm always trying to, you know, defy the odds of what people think that I can do. Um, but then it's actually that's very external. And so I realized I like to change it to define the odds of like what I think that I can do. Mm. And um, so, um, you know, having that learner for life mentality. Um, And so I've created a lot. And so now I want to, in a way, I want to grow like even more as a person um, in this new field that I'm getting into and take everything that I've learned as well. I don't know. I'm a bit like, there's so many things. There's not like one set thing. So, um, mm. yeah, I don't really know where this is um, the main, yeah. Beautiful. That's brain dump. <laughs> What's, um, well, anyone listening to this wants brain dump, hit up Kristen. Yes. You'll be getting, you'll be getting up on my website. Hundreds of thousands of people coming in and going, go on some brain dump. Free um, order. I need to yes. Kickstarter campaign. <laughs> um, is there anything that you want to finish on? to wrap this thing up anything to finish on um i am somebody who's very overachiever and i uh put a lot of my identity and like how good i feel that i am based on how much i accomplish in the day um but you know as i said in the second point and i remind myself of this every day that you know life is a celebration and it really is just to be enjoyed so, um, yeah, I know people that are listening are like completely badass, especially being able to, you know, really trying to make their life better, get to the end of this podcast too and, and hear these words that I'm sharing now. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, I really congratulate the person that you are um, for, you know, really, really listening and bettering yourself. Um, and I just um, remember that um, it's, life is to be enjoyed because it might not be here tomorrow. So, um, as, and it's, it's also about who you are becoming as a person and not anything that we can necessarily get. And, um, (laughs) where can, um, where can anyone listen to this that wants to check you out? Where can they find you? 
on Diary of a Future Doctor, the YouTube channel, and also um, my website, kristenjung.com. And Kristen Jung is spelt? K-R-I-S-T-E-N. Kristen, uh, like Kristen Bell or uh, Kristen Stewart. And Jung, Y-U-N-G. Hey there, hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Make sure you click subscribe to stay up to date with podcasts that I release every couple of weeks. And if you've enjoyed the episode, please, I really, really appreciate it if you leave me a review. And you can also find me on Instagram at Luke underscore page.